0: D.W. Africa Link. Official COVID-19 infections across Africa remain relatively low compared to other continents. Just under 50,000 cases have been registered on the African continent, while North America and Europe have recorded well over a million each. Still, African governments have imposed lockdowns and shut borders. But when is the infection rate low enough to reopen the countries? And are those figures reliable? This is a DW africa Link special podcast on the coronavirus, and I'm Kai Nebe. In Sub-Saharan Africa, the Gambia has one of the lowest official COVID-19 infection rates. Just 17 coronavirus cases have been confirmed in the tiny West African nation. Neighboring Senegal, meanwhile, has well over a thousand. DW correspondent Omar Wally tries to find out how the Gambia has kept the infection rate so low.
1: There are still under 20 positive cases of COVID-19 in the Gambia since the country registered its first case in March. This week the health ministry began massive testing in Bakau, a town with a few registered cases. So far though the virus appears not to have spread. Dr. Masirendin Jai takes care of COVID-19 patients at the clinic it does not mean that when Senegal have uh, more cases, we should have more cases. However, if you look at all the 17 cases that we have, only two patients have a connection to Senegal. If you look at the other case also said to have come from Senegal, why do we have few cases? Because we are testing the ones we have having access to and we are doing a lot of quarantine as well. Now, almost everybody who attended quarantine is tested before discharge home after 14 days. The Gambia is helped by the fact that its urban centers are not as densely populated as those in Senegal. But so far, the country has also managed to isolate infected patients and stop potential cases entering the country. According to Njaye, quarantine has been key. So since the border closure was done, um, anybody who comes into the Gambia, we take you to quarantine, and then after 14 days of quarantine, we test you before you go back into the community. Quarantine strategy is something that is really, really helping us. Other health experts have said the government needs to review its testing procedures, from sample collection, storage, transportation to the labs, and process to ensure reliability.
0: The Gambia is not an isolated case. At the bottom of the continent, South Africa has the most COVID-19 cases in Africa. But neighboring countries Namibia, Botswana, Zimbabwe and Mozambique have under 200 cases between them. Namibia has recorded just 16 cases since the pandemic began. DW correspondent Anna Salkeos has been watching events unfold, and she joins us from Wintook.
2: Um, It is the first time for Namibia to experience a crisis, especially after independence. It's new to all of us. It's new to the public, to civil servants. It's new to government. I would say in the beginning, of course, there was a lot of panic. But I think there is more calm now.
0: Namibia imposed a lockdown soon after its biggest trading partner, South Africa, locked down. The government reacted quickly, closing schools and public spaces as well as ports of entry. But sealing the borders completely would have been devastating.
2: So then they put um, restrictions on that to say that uh, truck drivers um, would have to bring certain types of food into the country, especially from South Africa, which is our biggest um, importer.
0: While the lockdown and sealed borders effectively stopped the spread of COVID-19, Salkeos also believes the government's transparent communication has played a part and dispelled rumors of underreported cases.
2: The the manner in which government has used the media to really keep uh, the nation updated, to inform people and and to also just break down those opportunities for misinformation. And I think they also understand that it's very important to be open, uh, extremely open with uh, the public.
0: For Namibia then, transparent information and monitoring the ports of entry has allowed government to keep the COVID-19 numbers in check. Dr. Ahmed Oguel is the deputy director of the Center for Disease Control, or CDC, in Addis Ababa. He is not surprised some African countries have significantly lower numbers than others, even if they are major trading partners.
3: So the different numbers uh, in uh, COVID-19 cases in neighboring countries really point to um, the way, the pattern of travel um, that uh, a country has, particularly connections with the outside world, and also the pattern of travel within the country and the measures that governments put in place and the stage at which those measures
0: are put in place. Having accurate infection numbers is nevertheless vital for the Africa CDC. It allows the organization to plan for the ultimate reopening of the continent. Dr. Ogwell says tests carried out by the Africa CDC mirror the numbers reported by governments.
3: We have provided countries with um, uh, the necessary test kits, so that they can be able to do uh, what is required of testing. We have trained countries to collect samples properly and provided sample collection uh, material as well. Um, we receive numbers of um, that were tested, and out of the numbers that were tested, we
0: receive also the numbers that have turned positive. But it doesn't change the fact that more testing is necessary.
3: And uh, across the continent, uh, we are reasonably... Um, Uh, uh, confident that it's giving a picture of what is really going on out there, where we intend to test 1 million Africans over the next four weeks and uh, 10 million over the next 24 weeks. This expanded testing, and we are providing the test kits that are required.
0: For him, though, it's not just the number of infections that is important, but where the infections are.
3: You can have numbers, but they're very well defined. Um, But you can have few numbers, but they're spread out across the country. So the risk is more when it is spread out, the risk is less if they are neatly clustered um, around, around the country.
0: As for allowing the transcontinental flights to resume, which will almost certainly bring new cases, Ogwell says it is important that countries make sure that safe protocols are followed.
3: And you don't want a situation where you go back and you start importing more cases. Um, then um, the situation in Africa will become very complicated. So as part of planning, it is not opening up all the air spaces at once. It has to be graduated. It has to be stepwise.
0: While some African countries have had few COVID-19 cases over a sustained period, it is not yet safe to reopen borders. The continent still lacks adequate resource to fight COVID-19 should Africa become the new epicenter of the pandemic. This was a DW africa Link special podcast on the coronavirus. Also from DW, there's a new podcast called Science Unscripted, Daily News on COVID-19. It's a five-minute podcast every day, giving you the latest health information straight from doctors, scientists, and researchers right here in Germany. Check it out, it's really cool. Science Unscripted, Daily News on COVID-19 on DW. That's it from us. This show was produced by Assumta Latos and myself, Kai Nebbe. Please stay safe and join us again next time.